Todd motherfucking Howard comes out on stage and just rocks the E3 stage like nobody else can. That was that just the, so real. God Howard on so many levels, but we 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 get we're getting ahead of ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. It's E3 2018. It's the Bethesda for, uh, press conference. We just get uh, got finished watching it. Jeff and I watched it together. We did our live reactions. So if you're listening to this on iTunes or wherever, and you haven't seen it, you want to, you can head on over to YouTube.com/slash/LifesGlitchTV. You can check out our live reactions there. The video will be up. Bethesda coming in hard. Few, you know, the, the beginning was a little rough. And by a little rough, I mean it was absolute just garbage. Just very odd pacing, weird, whatever. They started with Rage 2. You could be like a random live rock concert or whatever for the title track. Uh, it was strange. Nobody in the audience was into it. It was kind of cringy. Uh, and then we had like a giant man standing next to a midget talking about the game for a bit. But the game itself looks pretty good. I mean, graphically anyway, it looks like it's a good time. Uh, looks like the shooting could be fun in it. So uh, definitely uh, not a bad look for Rage 2 outside of the live rock concert anyway. Elder Scrolls Legends uh, popped up for a hot minute. Uh, it's a video game is what I have down for my notes. So in case you were wondering... Elder Scrolls Legend, uh, Legends is, in fact, a video game. Uh, and we've talked about it on the podcast already just recently. They switched developers, uh, and they're really looking to overhaul the game in general. So I'm sure we'll see more of those changes crop up in the near future. Elder Scrolls Online, Black Marsh is coming, and then some other um, expansion-y things about uh, Wolf Hunter. Sounds like a, like a dungeon run type deal. Of uh, some sort. We then dumped ourselves into Doom Eternal. Which looked pretty good. Uh, I mean the the Doom reboot went over extraordinarily well. Looked great. Played great. Fantastic game. We're getting more of it. I'm only downside here. Didn't let me hear the shotgun. That's unacceptable. You're losing points for not letting me hear the shotgun. Other than that, looking good. Quake Champions showed up, reminded everyone that it still exists, and that was about all they could put together. Uh, they basically just uh, announced that there's going to be some more competitions coming, and that uh, it's basically WinRAR, because it's free, but you you can pay if you want, but it's free. Or so, I, I don't, It was weird. It was a trial, but the trial turned into basically you have it forever, which is, I think, why I have WinRAR Edition written down here, because I like to think I'm clever. Uh, Prey showed up as well with the, uh, an expansion called Moon Crash. Has a story mode, a new game plus mode, and a survival mode. It, uh, was also the cringiest onstage and pre-recorded footage of anything seen at E3 to this point. Uh, so take that as you will. But, you know, the, the, for those who like Prey, looks like you guys are getting some pretty neato, uh, modes. So you can look forward to that. Wolfenstein showed up next. We got an ex uh, a expanded part of uh, the uh, Colossus, basically. It's uh, BJ Blaskovich's twin daughters are the headliners for this one. And it's going to be a co-op game as such. Uh, we didn't get to, see, get to see too much, but it was there. Kind of, um, kind of just looked like you're going to be getting more of, uh, of, of the same, which is fine. But in co-op, which is great, 
because you know the I mean the new Wolfenstein games are pretty good, so you can get more of that. Uh, it also has a Cyber Pilot VR game attached to it, um, which was basically just a lead up so that the guy on stage could say "fuck Nazis," and he did. He said "fuck Nazis" and everyone clapped. Um, because why wouldn't you clap? Uh, he he used he used. His platform to be able to say fuck Nazis. Cliff Blazinski was probably very proud. Uh, lots of Skyrim hype because they had this was where this is where okay. So this is where the conference goes from like uh, a, a four or five out of ten, and it goes to like a sixty-seven out of ten. Just might even be a sixty-nine out of ten, because I was that hard come the end of this this conference. So they, uh, you know, God Howard shows up on stage and he rocks a stage better than anyone else does at E3 pretty much every year anyway. But he comes out and he's swagging hard. He's looking good with his brown leather jacket and shoes and just just dressed to the nines. He knows what's up. He knows he's he's got some stuff up his sleeve. He's going to make this crowd uh, his bitch. He knows going out ahead of time. And he did. And they started off with some hilarious Skyrim like fourth wall breaking shit where it was just the joke about Skyrim showing up on everything. There was a, uh, a cut video with, um, Jordan was that's Jordan Peele. Right. And, uh, cause I always get from key and Peele. I always get them mixed up sometimes in my, in my head. But anyway, you're going to want to watch that entire segment. I'm sure it's on YouTube and if it isn't, it will be soon. And it was absolutely quality memes. Across the board. Just absolutely top quality. I, I laughed out loud. It was magical. You can see Jeff and I, uh, our reactions for it too, if you want, like uh, like we said before. But it was good stuff. Then they dumped into Fallout 76, uh, of which they had some more information for us. They showed the same trailer that they showed at, uh, at the Microsoft press conference earlier. Um, so again, we get the same kind of similar info with the prequel to all the others, four times the size of the Fallout 4. Uh, While well, Todd did confirm that it's entirely online. You can play it solo if you want. He calls it softcore survival, which, you know, he made the obvious puns for that. Uh, progression goes with you. So, you know, if you die, it's not necessarily the end of the world and you can hop around. Uh, you're playing on servers with dozens of people is how he described it, not thousands. Uh, he, he said, this is, you know, this is post-apocalypse. This is not a theme park. Uh, and then the most intriguing part about this, well, they're also dedicated servers, but there are nukes on the map and through process, uh, several processes that you can do, uh, as a group or by yourself, I suppose, although I'm sure, uh, with a group, it's a hell of a lot easier. You can, uh, with your powers combined, get your, uh, yourself the codes to be able to use these nukes and just completely massacre a portion of the map. Just destroy it. Just Literally, you're nuking it from orbit, as the saying goes. And uh, it seems like, uh, from what we saw as well, that when you do that, and it, and it irradiates the area, and it changes the topography of the map and everything to a degree, um, kind of rare materials and stuff can be found there. Obviously, it's a higher level area. You have to be careful when you're going in there. But yeah, so, I mean, it, it looks interesting. It's, uh, it's certainly uh, a risk for Bethesda, so I got to give them you know, props for taking a risk. And, um, uh, it just, it just looks, it, it, it looks like it's likely going to be relatively popular. It also looks like there's going to be 
the capability of a lot of griefing, but we will see how that goes because, like I said, uh, you don't really lose your stuff. So um, we'll we'll find out more later on. They're going to have a beta for it, uh, so that's going to be a thing. You'll be able to maybe get your hands on that and try it for yourself. Uh, it's also coming out November 14th of 2018 this year, which means the beta is probably not uh, super far away. So you'll be able to, to get more information on that soon-ish. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the podcast as stuff rolls through. They also have a collector's edition for it that has a map that, that uh, as Todd Howard put it so eloquently, glows in the fucking dark. It's just fuck was... They, used, they only used it twice. They used it, you know, they didn't want to wield too much power. You know, Cliffy B is only the only one that can drop it three plus times. But they, they got two out of there and, and it worked. Uh, but uh, you get the glow-in-the-fucking-dark map and you can also get a wearable power armor helmet that's got a working light and a voice, you know, changing uh, modulation change type deal in it like those Darth Vader helmets and stuff that you could uh, you could get for kids. It's, it's pretty... Pretty cool, uh, cool looking. Uh, we have no idea. I don't think how much it's going to cost. I'm going to assume lots of money. But that was the thing. Then he talked about Fallout Shelter. They brought Fallout Shelter to the PS4 and Switch. That's free, of course, still. And it is out now. So as of now, I guess, you can actually get Fallout uh, Shelter on the PS4 and Switch. That's pretty cool, especially for the Switch. Makes a lot of sense for that to be on there. Then he dumped into another mobile experience uh, with the Elder Scrolls. And this is where he started losing me and the audience a little bit because you're thinking, look, Todd, you're going to tell me you're going to do Elder Scrolls online. You're going to do an Elder Scrolls mobile game and, and an Elder Scrolls card game. You're just, you're toying with us, Todd. But anyway, and it, truth be told, it's called the Elder Scrolls Blades and it looks pretty friggin' fire. It's free we, and I'll describe the, you know, the game to you as best I can. But with with the description, it's going to make you understand that the microtransactions are probably going to be incredibly real uh, to support all this. But it does look very good so long as you have a phone that's probably more than $1,000 and came out in the last uh, six to nine months. This is what I'm going to suggest is likely going to be required for it. But it does look very good uh, indeed. And they're planning on bringing it out on more than just mobile. So that's not really the end of the world. I guess they're aiming it for consoles, PCs, uh, anything they can get it on. Just like Skyrim, they're slapping this bad boy in anywhere they can get it. Uh, and so you'll be able to do it. Even VR, actually, which is cool. And when you're on your phone, you can play it in portrait mode as well. So it's just a really well thought out game. It's a first person RPG uh, for Elder Scrolls called Elder Scrolls Blades. Once again, first person RPG. Um, it kind of is reminiscent of the old, uh, Elder Scrolls, like arena on the PC, that kind of feel, uh, plays, uh, with multiple modes. You've got, uh, Abyss, which is like a roguelike with dungeons that kind of change, uh, as time goes on. Arena is 1v1 versus other people. And then there's the main mode called the town, uh, which is, uh, basically you're, you're building your town, you're choosing what, uh, you know, what goes where, what it looks like. A fair amount of customization apparently involved there. Now, the mechanisms of being able to, to grow your town and do different things is probably going to be based on, you know, going out and, and doing some sort of questing and whatnot, doing those dungeon runs. But it did look very cool. Jeff was on board as well, too. Um, I would say it's, it's certainly something to to just 
you know, mindfully perhaps check out or tentatively check out. Uh, it's coming in the fall for free. And uh, however, they're, they're also saying you can pre-order it. So I don't know what, I don't know what the pre-order does for you if it's giving you uh, a package of those microtransaction type things at a discount or something. I, I don't know what that entails yet. They weren't really super specific about it. But uh, pre-ordering a free game in 2018. Let's go. Then, then the big hammers started dropping. Just Thor's Thor hammers started dropping. Just shit, God was just was just throwing babies at people because they are easy to throw and they're soft, and so you don't kill people necessarily. You just injure them severely. Uh, comes out with the first new IP out of Bethesda in 25 years. It was what people were kind of hoping was going to show up, and it was Starfield. It was the super shortest little teaser image of uh, of a planet of sorts, and it looks like the planet like drops a single tear out of it, and then the tear hits somewhere into space and just blows up and shit gets real. I don't know what that game is supposed to end up uh, ultimately being, but damn it. It's a new IP by a monstrous company, which is so rare, especially Bethesda. Twenty-five years in the in 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 the waiting for a new IP out of these guys, and that's special. That's coming. We don't have anything else other than that. It's just that it's being made, and then people were like, "Oh God," because he ba- he baited, he baited hard. Because when he was mentioning Starfield, Tadio was out there on stage working the crowd good. It's like you know, it's a First, it's a it's a single player, you know, RPG experience and all this. And people were like, "Oh, Todd, yes, come on, bring me, bring me the Elder Scrolls." And then it was Starfield. People were like, "All right, that's still pretty hype. It's not Elder Scrolls, Todd. I just, I can't." And then he drops that we've got one more, and everyone's just breath just dropped out of their body, and my nipples got so hard they could have cut glass. I knew it was coming, and he did it. He said, "Yes, it's the one that people have been asking for forever." Pops up on screen. We get a, a little teaser shot of it. It looked like maybe Akavir or something in the, that neighborhood. I don't. I don't know. There's going to be some Elder Scrolls nerds going to be dissecting that three seconds of footage for months because uh, it did happen. Elder Scrolls Six popped up on screen. It's coming. It's probably still fifty-five years away. But damn it, all we needed to know was that it was there and on its way. And the only other thing I can say is that I don't know if they're still using the same damn engine for Starfield uh, and for uh, and for Elder Scrolls Six. I hope not. I, I'm I am so I would be so upset if that's the case. But for now, all I am is elated to know that Elder Scrolls Six is in production. It's fine. It happened. It's, it's, it's totally cool. We're good. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Bethesda basically winning E3 right off the rip. Uh, I would suggest if you if you haven't and you get some time, go ahead and watch the conference. Maybe skip the first half of it, <laughs> or if you want to, you know, experience the magic, feel free to also watch it. Uh, it's it in its entirety as well. But uh, definitely, it is the front runner for conference of uh, the show. I highly doubt anyone's going to top that. It certainly beat out Microsoft, and Microsoft tried so hard, but just not happening. Um, tomorrow was a big day, though. We got a lot of stuff going on tomorrow. There are at least three, I think, conferences happening tomorrow. I'm going to be a busy man. I'm going to try and be there for all of them with you guys as well, cranking this content out on the fly in between 
uh, downtimes in the, the conferences, see if I can make it happen. Thank you guys so much uh, once again for listening to these and uh, hopefully you've been enjoying them. I'm going to end this one here and uh, I'll be back tomorrow once again. So thank you and enjoy your E3. Oh, oh, oh.